<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> Luca, you seem off. Do I? Yeah. Bags well, in your well, eyes. Well, is that what it is? Uh, you seem like you, you seem like you had a long night. Well, if you last night, Frank and I decided let's let's go into town. Let's 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 get a drink. You know, a nice nice little thing. I had to wake up early, so I went home at a decent time. That's and romantic. Who paid? You know, actually, it. it's funny. We had kind of like a weird, an oddly weird romantic evening. We went for a walk. We stopped and had a, a nightcap. Those a are drink. those nights are wonderful. You got mm, it was a beautiful them. thing. We yeah, discussed absolutely. life. Yeah, and. uh and then we we got back and there's some kids having a party, which you know whatever they they're allowed to have some parties. And they decided, let's just keep this party going and not inside the house. Let's just go nuts outside and let's not let Lucas sleep tonight because he has to be up early. Let's hey, not let him sleep. It's the freaking weekend, baby. About to have me some fun. What were they doing outside that was so loud? Well, they have a pool. I guess these people moved in maybe four years ago, mm-hmm. and they decide. I have a pool now. I'm going to live life to its fullest, and I'm going to disregard any neighbors. I do the same thing. Pools are pretty sweet, but... There's a time and a place, and it's when the sun's in the sky. Yes. And it's really hot out. It's hot, and you want to open your window, but you can't because they're being loud. And then they decide at about 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, let's see how loud our radio can go, and let's try to scream louder than that. Why don't you just turn your hearing aids down, Grandpa? <laughs> My friend, I have great, great... You have the ears of a ears. hawk. Yeah. The, I, I just wanted to go to sleep, okay? And the thing is, I'm now hot in my bed. I can't open my window because these guys are loud. And then even if I, even with my windows closed, I can still hear them at a pretty good volume. Why didn't were, you, were they singing over the music? They, they were trying kind of to. Yelling. I don't know if that was singing. That was like, ah, like just people being idiots. So they, like they're singing along to like the Tarzan theme. What was that? What noise did you just make? It was whatever the sound they were. Yeah, it was the intro mm. song. But, why? Why wouldn't you just come sleep in your basement on your couch? Because cooler. Because my charger is right by my bed, and I didn't feel like dismantling it. And yeah, I was, I was, it was already late. I felt like I was going to get to sleep at any minute. Luke is right. His house predates the first war, so there's no actual electricity mm. in the basement. It's more mm. of a bomb shelter. I'd have to move stuff around, and I wasn't at the point where I wanted to. I was feeling, I was, I believed in my fellow man that they would actually maybe, let's, let's turn it down. Just this one song hit. Maybe it was Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. It was some EDM stuff or something. I don't even know. Some pop music. I don't listen to Dubstep. that. Have you actually ever hosted a party? Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi's the shit. Maybe for a nightclub that lives off the soothing sounds of the 80s. All ages? Hey yeah, man, like an all ages event with that mix that has, you know, ACDC, mm-hmm. Brian Adams. Bon See, Jovi. you're getting excited talking about right. that because you know what? You'd, be, you'd fit into my house party. Just trying to live on a prayer. So coming off the late night that Luca had last night, we decided we would talk about the unwritten rules of hosting a party. With me, as always, is Matt, Luca, Ashton, and myself, Frank. And I guess to just jump right in, we'll start with, I guess, 
a, a rite of passage, the okay. thing that starts from when you're in high school. Like the kids behind my house. Pretty much. Yeah. Hosting mm-hmm. the, the, the atypical teenage house party. What you see in all those fun movies you watch in high school. Yeah, pretty much every high school movie is built around uh, some sort of a party setting. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the main reason. Why? Why, do you, why would you throw a house party in high school? To be jerks to me is what I think. Just out to get you, eh? <laughs> These sons of bitches, I'll tell you. Do you think you're like you're like some sort of like urban legend at their school? Old man Luca. <laughs> Look, I haven't made an appearance yet, but I am at the point where I'm going to grab my rake because they're, they're a little bit higher in elevation because it's kind of hills up. So I feel like getting a rake to get their attention, but I know it's going to come off as me as an old man. You're just going to shake that fist vigorously. How close have you come to calling the cops on them? Look... I may or may have not once called in a noise complaint. Oh, you're, you're a noise ordinance, bitch? <laughs> no, 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 no. You son, I told you that in confidence. You shouldn't have said. No, so what happens is they've been doing it for years now. Okay, The, the I, same people? The same people have been doing it. They've li- lived here for about three, four years, mm. and they've been doing it every summer, most weekends. But a lot of times they're going to get me because sometimes I travel to visit my sister. I'm up really early. I'm up before five o'clock, and I'm driving for eight hours on fairly straight roads and I don't know if you've driven without getting a full night of sleep. When that sun hits your eyes from the sunrise, you're falling asleep in your car no matter what. Academically, where do you think these kids stand? Do you think they're A students, B students? I can't tell. I don't want to. I don't want to ju- assume, but they're probably you know. Did you pass the class type people? Not asking what grade did you get. It's like did you pass or fail? The reason I ask is strictly because you mentioned that it's been going on for three to four years, and if that's the case, if that holds true. Got like another year of this before they're off to college. So well, they were. I don't think they. I think they started in high school. I think they started at the end of high school, and I think they might be college students now. And I'm gonna tell you, the only reason why I called was because it was a work night. Okay, I've let it go many times, and I I should have done this earlier to just let them know. I don't. I don't understand. Whenever we threw a house party, someone would call the police. Someone there'd always be cops there, no matter what. And now this these guys have been going on for years. Maybe maybe the cops have better things to do. I, I like guess. criminals. Oh yeah, there's so much crime in the city. So back back to the uh, the the point that we completely skewed off of. You're in high school. You decide. You know what? This weekend the parents are away. I think I'm going to throw a little party. Mm-hmm. Why are you throwing that party? I think there's probably a few reasons. Uh, one, you're either celebrating something. Okay. That's why most people throw a party. Birthday, bar mitzvah, debut. Yeah. Debutante ball. Absolutely. Going away. Going away. Yeah. Uh, Or you're trying to either, well, you are the cool kid and you're just expected to. You have that house that everybody wants to go to. That's kind of what got you. Friends, right? That's kind of, you got to throw that that house party. Or you're trying to be the cool kid. So you invite all the cool kids to your house and you got no idea what you're doing. Oh, that's always a disaster. I find those are the three kind of, for teenagers, those are the three variations of house parties. I feel like maybe you left out a really big one. Sure. A lot of people threw house parties to hook up. Well, I would just assume the hookups happen at the house parties. I'll tell you, that's the only reason I came to yours in high school. Yeah. I had my aunt a few chickens. I'm pretty sure you hung out with me all night. <laughs> <sighs> He's and, a chicken. And oh. based on what happened last night, we went for a nice little walk. I'd say I'm making a lot of headway. This is a, a long play by you. What was it that, 15 years ago? Slow play. Uh, close to. Nice I, I, got, I got pictures too to prove it. It's the long con. <laughs> But that's, I mean, those those typically are the reasons. Kids in high school, they want to either drink because they can't legally. They want to maybe get some 
yeah. some, some drugs in their system. Maybe they want to mm-hmm. get in somebody's system. Uh, whatever the case may be, it usually has some sort of social implication. Right. So golden rule. Maybe one of the rules that you could throw around this is have a good reason for throwing it. Because otherwise, people probably aren't going to show up. I, I feel like the most important reason to do, to do it is to be popular. Because mm-hmm. popularity is everything. Okay? Especially at that age. Yeah. I, I could, could be the case. You want to be the cool kid, okay? I, t- I wormed my way into trying to be a cool kid by playing sports. Because How'd that work out for you? Matt, on to you. Uh, why would you throw a party? Uh you guys kind of all touched on it. A lot of it has to do with being cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one thing we're kind of forgetting is, especially when you were a teenager, even me, it's just something to do to get inebriated with a bunch of different people and have a good time. Yeah. Some people just like doing that yeah, and enjoying that, right? You couldn't go to bars. You couldn't go to clubs. So, yeah, so where else not? are you going to do this? I mean, and it's not even just necessarily at a house. You go to bush parties. Oh, man. Bush parties were great. Right? But like those always got broken up. Oh, absolutely. But... A lot of the time, it was just people threw parties, especially in my when I was in high school, was just to get inebriated and tore up. An unwritten rule for throwing a bush party is have an exit strategy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And be faster <laughs> than someone else there because you know they're getting caught first. Be faster than the moving car that will at some point in the night chase you. You got to scope the scene. Yeah, you need your exit routes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Speaking of, when's a good time to have a party? <clears throat> uh, on the weekend and not during the weekday is what I was Not saying. on a work night. We all know who chimed in on that one. It was old man Luca. I'll tell you, those little kids there. They drive was that, was that your old man impression? I was thinking of uh, old southern man, but uh, it didn't go out. Didn't, didn't happen. It sounded like foghorn leghorn with uh, with like a bad case of laryngitis. <laughs> yeah, that's th- exactly. I yes. said, I yes. said, I said, don't have your party on the weekend. No, I would say... The best time to have it is like end of your school party because you know you have the whole summer off and you might not see someone. Like this is if you're a teenager or whatever, a teenager, Going for young, that adult. Summer fling. Go for that summer fling. Yeah. Maybe there's that girl you had your eye on all year in school. End of school year bash to set up your summer of, yeah. of mm-hmm. love. Yeah, maybe you you screwed up with uh, with a girl and you want to make things better with her, or maybe there's a new girl you want to find and you didn't have the chance during the school year. Maybe your classes didn't line up. Yeah. In terms of like the venue, if your house is a little smaller. Do you, do you have it at your place? Do you maybe look for a better venue? Like, what's the ideal sort of venue for hosting a house party? Do you need an accessible basement, a backyard with a pool? A perfect ideal setting would be big house with a pool, backyard, so it's not crowded and crammed. Like, when you go into the basement yeah. and you're just shoulder rubbing against everyone trying to move around. Would you, would you recommend that they actually go into the house at some point, too, and not just all stay in the backyard and... I Yeah, I mean, I've been to parties where it's all over the place. Upstairs, main floor, basement, outside. Mm-hmm. Those are fun, right? Every floor is a new adventure with a bunch of different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been to a couple of those. There's that one in high school that it was, uh, I think they were having a rock concert at, out of the walkout. Okay. And the so basically there was a, this so really one of the ideal places I think would be if you happen to be on a large plot of land. That is that would be ideal. ideal. That would be ideal. Like, if you, if you have a house on a large plot of land and you're in high school, accept the fact that you are going to be hosting a lot of parties. Yeah, you're the go-to party house. Luckily, somebody that we knew through high school happened to have a house like that. 
And I don't know if everybody here attended that. I can't imagine Matt would have. I think you might have still been in the womb. Yeah, or diapers. Diapers, but who knows? There was Just a kid, there shitting was, on themselves. There was a kid being passed around in a mosh pit, so it might have been you. Your brother, I think he was on the bill we, for We that called him party. Tiny Andrew, I think is what we called him, and he came to the parties. Yeah. We used to just feed him rum. Yeah, he actually requested it. We were like, no, and he got mad at us and bit us in the ankles, and then you'd uh, pour it down his throat. Well, that was the fastest way my parents would get me to sleep. They'd put a little rum on my soother okay. and put it in. So I've now developed an aching call for rum oh. on a regular basis. A Very thirst nice. for the drink. You might, you might say that you have... A little bit of pirate in you. Absolutely. You know it. Or alcoholism. Anyway, so this venue, this venue was perfect because rural setting, like, Mm -hmm. actually it was weird. It was in the city though. So that wouldn't qualify as as rural. It was, it was like. No, but they had a lot of space around between the neighbors. Like it it was was weird. Like that plot of land, it was, so you got a picture, a giant plot of land, no grass. Okay. It was literally a dirt field. That had one tree on it. Is it like farmland? You know what it was? I think it was just in a part of the city that hadn't been developed yet. Okay. And it just happened to be he had a really big corner lot. Okay. That felt like half an acre of undeveloped land. And basically, it was just this like perfect sort of place in the middle of the city to have a party. A suburb, I should say. So I'm going to throw out the first rule. I think the first one. The size of your party and the craziness of your party should relate to the distance you have between your neighbors you can't have a crazy party and also your neighbors are a factor but closest proximity to people that you might be disturbing that will actually care mm-hmm. so what you're saying is the i think a more clarified rule on that would be that the amount of party fun you can have is in a direct relation to location and size of venue agreed yeah, agreed. Yeah. So throw I, the party for the size of house that you have. Yeah, I yeah. went to a kegger about two or three years ago. Uh, buddy got a house in a very rural area. I mean, he was on an acre and a half of land. His neighbors were nowhere in sight. He threw a massive kegger. There was live music in the basement, party inside, outside, everywhere. It was perfect. No cops called. Everyone had a great time because, to Lucas' point, you know... It was the perfect size. That's a great rule. I really because really if you think rule. about it, if you're going to have, like, let's say this pool party might have had 50 people, it felt like. If that was, like, a good 12, 15 people, like, close friends just doing their thing, it wouldn't have bothered me. But you mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. If that backyard ain't that big, yeah. 12 to 15 people may feel or sound to the neighbors like 50. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're at a Skid Row concert. Well, I mean, I just feel like the interaction of people when there's less people isn't so loud right everyone's the, the groups of talking maybe there's three groups of people talking at once as opposed to like 10 so it doesn't sound like you're in your like school cafeteria one of the things that really could lay lay the foundations for something like an an added or loud atmosphere would be something like the guest list right okay, yeah like the type of people you bring to your party probably dictate how loud it gets mm-hmm. so in terms of like when you had has anybody here ever hosted a party I have, I have not. Yes. Okay. When you invited, how did you make your guest list? I, I put all my closest friends. And I guess at the age I did it, my own house party would be, you know, I was older and I had more mature friends. So a lot of my friends that maybe five years beforehand would have broken stuff and all that have matured, either got married or had kids, a lot of them. So I was able to house responsible people. And I knew my neighbors were cool with it. We're maybe a little loud till just not not too late. We kept we put the party inside at a certain point because that's what you do. 
If you have neighbors around you, you bring your party inside at a point. Hmm. Now, how many people did you have attend the party? About 30, 35. Okay. That's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a party. Maybe even up to 40. Because if, you, if you're addressing like, oh, I had 10, 15 people over 20 people. Is that really a party or is that a get together? I think once you're at 15, it's, it's starting to come into party territory. 10 is a get together. You know what the thing is? is just when you invite that amount. So like, let's say you invite 15 people. Yep. If you invite 15 people to your party in high school and you're relatively popular already, that 15 people is going to turn into a lot more people mm-hmm. by the time your party actually rolls around. Because yeah. the word of mouth in high school. Oh, it's vicious. It's, yeah, it's crazy. My sisters threw a party in high school. and they, I mean, they had relative popularity. They were, yeah. My sisters are twins, so that automatically you have the novelty of you know these two people who look the exact same walking yeah. around the school and everybody Everyone wants to be friends things. with them yeah, yeah. Right. and they threw a house party that was supposed to have something like 25 people mm-hmm. and i mean we had to break it up yeah it, i remember I, getting there, the call there were kids ripping planks of wood off my fence yeah i we've all been to that kind of party mm-hmm. i had a friend in grade nine going away party and it started out as just a couple friends that she grew up with and all that jazz and it ended up being everybody from the school it got ridiculous wow. yeah it was like it, that i heard i heard a story about that party it was like they didn't actually have a bottle to play spin the ball so they just spun one of the humans at the party yes <laughs> talking about bottles they started throwing like furniture bottles like it got out of hand they didn't try like putting a lawnmower over any of the bottles or no not that i know of they were probably a little more mature and responsible yeah, I think so. I think one of the neighbors, someone threw a bottle of scotch at the neighbor's window, and it, like the window broke mm-hmm. along with the glass. One, one house party I did go to, um, the homeowner, or the person whose parents owned the home, they were selling their house. And it was going to be demolished by the people who were moving in. So, like, they, they were doing a complete, you know... Read like completely redoing the inside. We're talking ripping down walls, removing the staircase, no stone left unturned. So his thing was tell every human you know to show up to this party and bring everything that can make us as fucked up as possible so that we can really do this house in for them. Wait, did you go to this? I did. And you didn't call me? It was, it, it was. Okay. It was no, at a weird, it was a weird time. It was cool. a weird time. You had, you know, made your intentions clear to me. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. No, it just seems like a really fun party. Awesome. I saw I saw people go through walls at that party. That's amazing. I've seen that happen, yeah. but not for that reason. It wasn't to demo a house. It was just them being rowdy. Even uh, even at an alternate party that happened like the next weekend, I watched a, a keg fight break out. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like literally somebody had a match in a garage, a wrestling match okay. built around the novelty of using the keg as a weapon. Like a hardcore the, match. The empty keg, obviously. Nobody's picking up a full keg and mm-hmm. smashing somebody wasted. with them. But... One thing that did happen was at some point somebody got speared through a laundry room door. That is awesome. Picture for anybody who doesn't know what the spear maneuver is in wrestling. It's it's a person running at you full speed and tackling you. Okay. And they went through a laundry room door. That happened. For real. It sounds like that party that happened in one of the suburbs around the GTA where it was at an uncon- It was like- an Airbnb that someone rented out. Is the, you, I know which one you're talking. Shit, that's a great I idea. Know. I was referring to the one that happened. Uh, it wasn't a fully built house yet, and the kids threw a party in it, and they had to redo the house because the damage that went into the house, like the structure of the stairs, got destroyed because everybody started going to this party. It was. It made the news. It was. It was unreal. See, that seems like no prep work was done. 
How do you prep for a party? How do you how do you prepare the battlefield? Well, you're you're talking about the guest list, but can that mitigate any you know disasters as we've seen in these house parties? Is how do you enforce a guest list? Maybe maybe the good golden rule there, the good unwritten rule is the people you invite, the core invitee list. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're not idiots. Trust them. So the unwritten rule we're going to state. Well, I want to know if anyone disagrees. The people you invite, you got to trust them. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. So if there's that guy that kind of hangs out with the group that's kind of 50-50, he's kind of that guy's just trying to fit in anywhere. Might have some questionable alternate group of friends. So maybe you don't tell him. Yeah. Even if he does hang out with you sometimes. <laughs> Only people that are close enough. Or maybe make it clear to him. You can't, you can't bring your animal friends. But you know those people. That's how every movie starts. All those uh, high school party movies start. It's like, yeah, just some close friends. And then it's that one guy goes and he starts like the Stifler of American Pie. Well, well, well Ashton threw a party in high school mm-hmm. that I'm sure he had some reservations about some of the people that came. And I, I might have been one of them. I mean, at one point in that night, I think I wore a, a keg box on my head. You did. You did. No, I. for me, I'm kind of... Old school when it comes to that, I guess, where I feel with the guest list you guys are banging on, you need to, one, trust the people that are coming. Secondly, for all that shit not to go south, those people that are coming need to respect you. And I think if things go that far south, one of two things happen. One, a lot of people follow you as the guest, as sorry, the host for kind of cues of what to do. So if you're going batshit crazy, everyone's going batshit crazy. Secondly, if the people you invite don't respect you and don't give a shit about your house, because you're a teenager, right? This isn't your home, right? Essentially. So if they don't respect you, they could be your your buddy at at school, but if they don't have that level of respect for you, then that's when it goes south. Your house becomes a shopping mall. 100%. And then you start losing things. Yes. People start leaving with stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to bring this rule up. And for anyone hosting a party, especially if you're a teenager, the unwritten rule, expect full well that things might go south and stuff might get stolen. Yeah, there's like, going to be damage. Yeah, just know full well going into it that there is a possibility of it. Unwritten rule. I'm going to throw this one out there. Anything you don't want to be stolen or damaged, put it in a locked room. Yeah. Move everything you don't that you can. It's kind of like when you go gambling. Don't Bingo. Don't take out any money you're not willing to lose. This, don't leave out anything that you're willing to get broken or stolen. Why don't, why don't we just make this the unwritten rule? Prepare the field of battle. Yeah. That's general. Okay. I like it. It's all-encompassing okay, because I like it. realistically, if you know that you don't want people inside your house maybe having sex, maybe stealing things, maybe touching things they shouldn't. Doing drugs that you don't want in your house. Just section off the venue. Say like, hey, there's one washroom for use. If it's in use, you're not to go around the house. Yeah. I say if you don't want, like, drugs and stuff, you you, uh, you get a narc You know, the crowd. I've, he works his way into the crowd, and he's, he's, he's the one ready to call the cops. I've even heard of some people renting porta-potties so that people don't have to go back into the house. What high school did you go to yes, where there people so renting porta-potties? No, no, no. It's, it, it, I've seen people do it. Like, it's it's not a crazy I n- I have never attended a party where that's mm-hmm. happened, but I've heard from people about parties where okay. that did happen. I have a friend who, on his engagement party, they have a bunch of land. They have a house, but there's more people that the washrooms can handle. They had a portable... It wasn't as nasty as a porta potty It was like a air, is air-conditioned and everything. You kind of... A trailer brings it to you, and there's mm-hmm. like three bathrooms for men, three for women. So the guy there that hands you a towel when you're done? 
Yeah, you ask for tips all the time. I hate that. Yeah, it's the worst. Those guys are the worst. Some some things can actually incite the type of behavior we're talking about from the guest list. Now, let's say you do everything in your power to put together a clean guest list. Yeah. Let's say you prep the battlefield. Okay, you know that you've sectioned off areas, you've covered up all your DVDs, you've put away any of your valuables. Because mm-hmm. I used to do that. I used to cover my DVDs. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any of my shit going missing. Right. Does music play a factor into what may happen at the party? Yes, 100%. 110%. So we're saying live DJ. What does a live DJ end up costing you? Like, what, is it, what does it do to the party? Or is it just strictly down to the type of music? It's type of music. I've been to a party where they started playing some metalheads guys came okay, out. Okay. They started playing metal music in the basement and it just turned into a full-on mosh pit. And so, so walls were being like damaged because they thought this was a live concert and they started literally moshing. So if you want your stuff not damaged, no heavy metal or hard no, rock music. No. It, you can't play that heavy metal stuff that's going to get people angry mm-hmm. and want to start punching people. Okay. Because mm-hmm. that... That's a risky call, right? You want to get something fun, some pop music, some okay, good so pop music. Celine Dion. That's going to put people to sleep. <laughs> okay, so I feel like if you throw in the EDM now, you're going to throw in some like some crazy dance music. Yeah. You got to expect some some sort of drugs now. If you don't oh. want drugs at your party, don't throw in that EDM because you know ass is going to be dropped or Molly or whatever is going to be. Just from the music being played? Oh, yeah. This yeah, because that is sense the crowds, right? Like, if you if have a crowd of music... This shit doesn't just appear because you play EDM music. It does. Like, this it does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how drugs work. That's <laughs> yeah. how drugs work. Yeah. Okay. There's, 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 there's just... There's you know so much is? I don't there's know. There's always somebody at a party who has shit on them that they shouldn't have brought. And if you give them a reason to take it out, like playing some EDM or... Mm. Molly starts showing up, you know? It's just how it works. Molly makes works. an appearance at your party. All right. I I think I think the actual unwritten rule for this is that there's an inverse of music on or sorry on music to movement. So if you play the music that you play if it is a type of music that will push people to more movement, uh-huh. you're more than likely going to have that movement become uncontrollable. Beats per oh. minute, man. So so then but then again you don't want to go too slow because then it's a cottage vibe and people are like this party's dull, let's go somewhere else. That top might be your 40. speed though. That might be your speed, but I like that. Top 40. Just go with like the top 40 cuz it's there is a lot of dance infused to okay. it and it's very poppy but it's not over the top. Like you're not getting into that crazy Avicii or like dubstep where the beats per minute's going crazy and people start wilding out. And if you do, if if you if like maybe one of those songs happens to be in the top forty, you slip in a little something right after, like maybe a nice country song or something Taylor Swifty, and you know the party becomes clean fun again. You know what though? Those country songs, I think that gets every like it gets the the girls and the guys together. Yeah, I'm the, telling everyone, you, that's that was one of the songs they were singing last night, dude, keeping me up. Zach Brown Band, they have some crazy good country songs that you can just jam out to. I feel like I feel like country isn't as wholesome as we all think it is oh no it's not it's all about getting drunk i thought it was about shooting your pickup truck and, and breaking up with everyone that you know and crying in a corner it depends it depends what country you're looking at listen no to that's the pretty song, much all of them no but listen to the song chicken fried by zach brown band or listen to the song island song by zach brown band a lot of it's talking about drinking i have a feeling your country is it's very zach brown band very narrow <laughs> listen to focused. the rest of country yes i know there is some upsetting songs like 
Go to like, like up mids like through New York State when you only have like Christian channels and country music. You're gonna know a country music really. You're gonna hear okay. a lot of you're gonna hear a lot of butterfly cl- kisses. But, but what about Alan Jackson's Chattachuchi, where he's literally talking about getting drunk on a Friday night? What the fuck is a Chattachuchi? <laughs> I have no clue, but that's what the song title is. Or Mercury Blue by Alan Jackson. Okay. Brad Paisley's Water, all about getting drunk. About maybe maybe it's about like doing drugs, sex, or alcohol. I, th- I think those are the only reasons to throw a party. Mm. Is that Chattachuchi? Maybe that's like the mix. <laughs> the, do you, I, I'd like to dabble in marijuana this evening. Do you have the Chattachuchi? <laughs> he just opens a drawer. I got, Alan, I got I got so messed up. I got Alan Jackson messed up. <laughs> Sorry, dude. All I got is, Kush. is, is Alan Jackson a former president? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's a solid country artist. Okay. <laughs> all I got is Chattachuchi. Yeah. All right. So. For, so you brought up a good point: sex, drugs, and, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to control it? Yes, I think it, there's a lot of factors that go into it, and I think we've discussed some of them. Like we've, just, everything combined is what will lead you to the point of what drugs, what alcohol, and how much sex is going on in your party. If you set the mood right for everything, you have like candles and you have like separated sections with a lot of cushioning, you know things are going to go down. Man. And like you got slow jams playing. Tell everybody to put their keys in a in a glass vase. It's, well, it's definitely going down shit, there. Shit's going down. An unwritten rule for that, that whole idea of how intoxicated people can get, BYOB, uh, the party. Yeah. Never provide the alcohol. If you're throwing a party and you're in high school, BYOB it. Don't provide for people because that gives people free reign to go nuts. When it's mm-hmm. BYOB, it's whatever they can supply themselves. See, I, I think that's, I mean, that's a double-edged sword because if you happen to have friends that have easy access to some bad shit, then you probably got a bad scenario going on in your house. They get somebody like dropping tequila and then like those fireballs, those things. Yeah, like a guy snorting like shots of tequila shooting lemon into his eyes. Yeah, we, we know someone like that, right? Yeah, that's happened. That's yeah, happened. That has happened. Again, I think it really comes down to the host, and then it's all the respect thing. Like, I know for uh, for my party, uh, you know, drugs didn't get too out of hand, but there was a few. There was a few, and out of respect for me and my parents' house, I said, guy, like, not in the house. Like, you just, I don't know why you looked at me on that one. I, did, I, I didn't well, do drugs. I didn't do drugs in high school. No, man. you didn't. Neither did I. So there was a few, but what I did recommend to everybody is look, if you're going to do anything, just not in the house. So we walked, you know, a few blocks down. There's a big open park. We had a lot of fun walking around there, and people did whatever they had to. I think to. that can be an unwritten rule. Right. I mean, if you're going to smoke up or do any type of drugs, not in the house, go well, to I mean, a park, out on the street. As a host, a it's more, more about how the host can control that, right? Right. And, yeah, and again, so. it comes down to really, you know, like people respecting the host. And it depends on the host, too. Like I said, if the if the host is the one that's doing the drugs, then that's it. It's, it's fair game for everybody. If the host is the one getting hammered, Everyone's going to be doing the same thing, right? Really quick, there's some social implications to potentially canceling a, a high school party. Mm-hmm. Like if you'd done it for status in your high school, canceling it might, you know, knock you down a few and levels on the ladder. Instead of bringing you up, it's going to knock you down. Mm-hmm. So when is it okay to cancel a high school, you know, a, house, a high school house party? When when you thought your parents were going to be away and they actually decide not to go anywhere. That's a pretty good one. That one's kind of, that's a decision that gets made for you, but. That's 100% <laughs> the rule. Yeah. Uh, you find out the party is going to be bigger than you intended it to be. Another reason to cancel it. You got to shut it down. Yeah. When you find out more people are coming than you intended. See, that's, like, a, that's a tough one. That's when you answer the door. See, no, no, there's a way around that. Is it? Every time the doorbell rings, 
You just tell everybody in the back to shut up. And when you answer, you go, dude, I'm sorry. The party's canceled. My parents are here. Yeah, you're going to have to fuck off. Well played. Well played. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that your group, If you have to make sure they can actually keep quiet. Because you know how many times you're going to hear the doorbell when people are loud to begin with. And then someone's going to walk through the front door and hear a whole crowd of people there. But how funny How funny is that? Like, shh, guys, guys, shh, shh. Sorry. My, you, my, my parents are home. Not to mention, you got to be careful when you kick it back up because if they're in high school, they're likely walking. You don't want them yeah. walking away and hearing the party going off. <laughs> oh, it must be the neighbors. Yeah. I, I'm going to just go with you, you You can cancel a party, but you got to be prepared for the repercussions. Even if you have a valid excuse, people mm-hmm. are still not going to appreciate it. No, they're going to think you're a total bitch. That or, or you have to like make up some crazy story where people are like, oh, that's so much cooler than your party. Maybe the unwritten rule of hosting a party is something as simple as this. Know yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I, I was ta- discussing this with a friend of mine before we actually recorded the show, and she said she subscribes to the Bill Burr theory of owning a boat. Mm-hmm. It's not worth owning the boat because you'll more than likely have costs. You'll have to clean off the barnacles at the bottom of the boat. There's so much stuff that comes with throwing a party. Maybe you just want to be the hero that shows up with a case of beer. So are we saying the unwritten rule for high school parties is don't throw one? <laughs> Maybe it's just a tank. that's the way it was coming out. Yeah, because in my head this whole time, all I could think of was, man, don't throw a party. Yeah. Be the guy that, that Yeah, that, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Don't, throw, don't be the guy who throws a party. Come don't to be someone hero. else's party. Here's the unwritten don't be rule. A hero. Here's the unwritten rule. Don't be the person who throws it. Be the person who goes to it. Be a hero. Bring beer. I agree. Okay. Yeah, be the hero with beer. I like that. Yeah, be the I hero like with beer. How about... How about we move along now? We'll go to we'll talk about what happens when you become an adult. Okay. Because you can't really throw keggers as an adult. Well, I've seen it happen. You can, but I mean, oh. there's we all know that there's like a huge inverse ratio to like the older you get, the worse your your hangovers are. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe all you really want is to sit around with your friends and have a nice little dinner party. Mm-hmm. Maybe just you know talk yeah. about life, talk about the kids, responsibility, talk about your bills. And other depressing things. Nobody talks about that, Matt. I'm just saying. Bitching about your boss. Some people do, yeah. actually. They, they do. They talk about, about, about the I bills. can't believe my, my water bill is this much. Or as your month. cable, how expensive cable Hydro's is. Hydro killing me this month. Yeah. So why bother throwing a party as an adult? Well, I'm going to just say because when, especially when people start getting married and have their families to worry about, people can't just spontaneously come up with a plan for, let's say it's Friday at 5 p.m. Let's go out at 9 you can't do that anymore because they have probably commitments with their significant others and their children. It's it's pretty much like what else do you have? So right, exactly. So why do <laughs> you're an adult? I need this man. We need this party on Friday. You know what? It, it's a good excuse if you plan it out and mm-hmm. you do the right work. You send out invitations. It, when it's an invitation, it's like it's you have to go. So there doesn't necessarily have to be a good reason, but a good unwritten rule is be organized about it. Give everybody good heads up, coordinate schedules, and yeah. then let them know it's going to be lighter fare. Yeah. yeah. When you're an adult, you like you said, everyone has so much stuff going on. You got to be prepared. You got to have it organized and bring something. And you have to inform your guests whether it's going to be formal or informal. I think, okay. that, is, I think that is an absolute surefire unwritten rule. 
so what what would differentiate a formal or informal? Yeah, would when be? would be a house party be like as now it'll be formal? Not a house party. It's a well, no, a, a, it's a, a house slash together dinner party. party. When I think of house party, I think of it party. as a as a teenage party, like a right. house party. But right. yeah, I think I think that was like the differentiating point between the two categories is simply that you know as an adult you can't be a teenager. Like you really can't. As much as some people have that ability because they, they haven't emotionally matured into being an adult. It's not yeah. they can't. They probably shouldn't and they do. Okay. Well, so let, let's make the assumption that we're talking about responsible adults and the dinner parties they throw with their friends. Can I just tell the story of my responsible adult friend when his wife had their first child? Yes. He decided. Yeah, I've told Matt this one. He likes this one. I, I, he's like, come by. I'm like, didn't your wife just have uh, a child? She's like, yeah, she's in the hospital, but he's throwing a party at his house. <laughs> Classic. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your friend threw a party after he had a kid? The mm-hmm. day of having the child. Because, <laughs> you know, born. the mother hasn't been through enough. Oh, yeah, the mother's in the hospital. What's he going to do? He's she's just gonna she's sleep. sleeping. She's uh, popped up on pills. Yeah, it's not like she's a baby good. came out of her vagina. Ah. No, nothing like that happened at all. No, no. No. Regardless, he decides to call a bunch of us over and uh, to celebrate. I'm, hey, you know what? Really quick side side note: this this would be more for like a, an episode on marriage. But here's an unwritten rule: if you want to stay married, don't throw a party the day of your child's birth, ever. But his wife is they're they're still together. It's like two years ago, so they're doing good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, uh, give, so it, give it ten. What ends up happening is. I get there, and unfortunately, I got to drive. So I'm going to be the responsible DD. You're keeping it to five, five drinks. I think I had three, maybe not even. Over like Are seven. Are you sure you're not, you weren't the so. DD, yeah, a while. the designated drunk driver? No, 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 no. I, I was fine. That's okay, just his good. personality, Matt. Well played. So as my friends get you know dr- drunker and drunker, they decide they have families to go back to and all that stuff. And we leave at about one, one thirty. But the party's still going strong. Like him and his but like his close buddies are still going strong in the morning. Yeah, one one in the morning. That's not late for for a new father. I mean, he was he's happy. He had his first child, and you know, he's he happy didn't birth. Hey, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Continue. So I wake up the next morning, and I basically get a video of what ended up happening as I left. So as it was clearing out, the hardcores decided, let's take shots. But let, before we do that, let's destroy the garage. So they're t- ripping out chunks of drywall and all this stuff. And it's getting into the shots, and they still take the shots. And I'm what like, wow, heroes. that's crazy. Like, how did that happen? Like, you guys went nuts. Like, they're like, no, no, no. That isn't the craziest thing that happened. I'm like, what happened? He's like, yeah, a buddy here, he decided, actually, he's telling me, he's like, I, I don't know what I was thinking. He's like, I had a lawnmower. I had it over a bunch of broken beer bottles, and I'm going to try to start this lawnmower. But he's like, thank God that it didn't start, and I wasn't in any, like, condition to start this lawnmower because there would have been a lot of injuries. And probably would have made the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nothing like uh, nothing like having uh, your a new dad set off a homemade glass grenade. Well, it wasn't him; it was one of his friends. Oh, okay. I thought mm-hmm. it was the I thought it was the father. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell them the best part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's already you can't get any crazier? And then I, a few months later, I found out after they were fixing the garage that they found a bottle of liquor in the wall. And not only was it in the wall, there was paper paper towel stuffed in it and the edge of it was singed so they tried lighting a molotov cocktail in, in the garage in the garage of the house that's going to support a newborn baby <laughs> yes by far the greatest party I, i've I, never been to i will say that might have been like a top 10 party in the last 20 years and like 
Ontario, maybe even Canada. I think I think we just found the target demographic for this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they need this. So back to the original question of formal, informal. Formal is something that's just a little more um, organized, a little more um, to the, to the point. Mm-hmm. So like in the sense that your menu, it would be a lot more formalized than that you have set courses. Um, there would be probably some sort of an event that the dinner party specifically happening for. Okay. Uh, informal would be like your friends come over in casual attire. They have drinks and just, you know, maybe some light fair food. Okay, right. Shooting the shit kind of informal. Yeah. yeah, like Swedish meatballs. I, I or think I, I find that happens a lot more where, again, you're into your own kind of rhythm now. Everyone's got shit going on. It's like, hey, we haven't been together in a while. So it's let's have a get together. Let's have a little party, bring people over. Guest list for adults. Mm. Do you find like-minded people? Do you bring anybody too interesting? Yeah, like-minded. You have to do like-minded. Yeah. yeah. Don't bring a Dario. Oh, we're not going to even get into that person. Yeah, we, there's there's some people that uh, kind of live a different way, and they feel like talking about everything, even though it should be a personal manner. Mm-hmm. Don't don't bring the guy to your adult dinner party that's going to punch a hole in the wall and leave a Molotov cocktail yeah. for months. Don't mm-hmm. af- Unless don't bring that's the what guy. you like. Don't bring, that's what you like. Don't bring the guy that's going to offend multiple people. Mm-hmm. Menu. We already touched on it. Formal, informal. It, it, it can vary. But like typically, what do you guys think is good to serve at a, uh, like a friendly dinner party? Snack size stuff. You know, hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. A charcuterie cheese, board. Cheese sticks. Is it an opportunity to get a little nuts? Maybe bust out the fondue? Yeah, oh, why not? Fondue party. Do you make like some sort of homemade dessert? Like those, uh, what were those? Lo- the cake pops. Remember, that was a big thing. Cake mm-hmm. pop. Mm-hmm. Went to a lot of dinner those? parties where they, where they. Oh, you never had a cake pop? I don't. It sounds like it, you're messing with me. Like, picture, oh, picture an outside of like um, a hardened chocolate. Okay. And then the inside is the softest. Kind of like a lava cake. Yeah, it's kind of kind of like without but, the lava. But so nothing like a lava cake. Nothing so it's at all. like a lollipop, but the top is cake covered in a can like a chocolate shell. It's yeah. a ball on a stick. Okay. Yeah. They're delicious. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. I once ate a whole bowl of them like they were popcorn. <laughs> they are really good, man. They're really, really dope. So the unwritten rules, have cake pops at, uh, <laughs> at your party. Yeah. They're not just for kids' birthdays. Uh, bar situation, whether it's formal or informal, I got to say, if you're, if you're an adult and you have a party, yes. I think a golden rule is that your bar must be fully stocked with the following items. Important domestic beer. Okay. Spirits. You need full spirits. You need to have the, the, the bare essentials of gin, vodka, tequila, rum, and some sort of I, scotch or whiskey. I think Ciders. you're going a little bit uh, a little bit too much with the bare minimum of what you That's quite have. a bit. Yeah, rum or gin, not everyone is necessarily a gin drinker. Like having three of the five minimum. Saying having the options, I think it's a must. Three of the five. Bare minimum should, three. To be, I'm saying a classy option is having a full bar. A classy option is having like 10 different so options. The last thing on my list was red and white wine. I think you need red and white wine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. My, my thing, again, I'm going to hammer this home, is if you're going to, even an adult party especially, if, you, if there's something you want to drink, bring it with you. Because then it's like you're bringing a gift. Yeah, right? that too. Yeah, but, but we're, we're, from the perspective of hosting, like, if somebody, I think there's a, like a good thing there about accepting gifts. Like if you've done yeah. a formal menu and you've specifically put out wine that's to pair with the food that you're going to eat, 
somebody brings in their wine and it doesn't go with what you like, don't put it out. I don't think you're obligated to put it out. No, at that point you just take it, say thank you, and you use yeah. what you got. Yeah. Throw it in the garbage. But <laughs> when hosting, yeah, have some stuff. But tell people to bring with their well, own you, thing you know if what? they want to have something else that you might not have. You tell them, hey, I'm going to have this on tap. But if you want something else, feel free to bring it. I feel like I don't. Whenever someone comes to my party, I'd be. I wouldn't ask them to bring anything. And I, I know you say if you you have something, if you want something specific, bring it. But I just they know that if it's something very specific, it's likely not going to be there. They can bring it if they want. I'm not going to tell them bring something if you want something specifically. That's up to them. I'm going to have enough booze because, as Frank said, you should have at least five spirits. I'm going to probably have like ten different types. I think I think the bigger the better your bar is the the better it'll be your party will be received. That said, you know some people are on budget, some people don't drink as much. Maybe some people's friends don't drink as much. If you happen to have a group of friends that like their alcohol, have a fully stocked bar. Agreed. Hmm. Entertainment, do's and don'ts of entertainment. What do you think? Do you think you have clean entertainment like board games? Because we've all been to those parties where people try to like run us through the slideshow of their latest vacation, or you know, force us to watch their wedding video. No, no, nobody's nobody's no. had that. No, I haven't. Ashton, you've literally done that to us. I'm just kidding. You haven't. Yes, I have. Actually, I went to one barbecue and they snuck in the wedding, but I was part of the wedding party, so they wanted to show everyone what the the video was. It was like six minutes. I mean, you lived the day. I know. Yeah. Enter. I don't know. Entertainment. I find at least the ones that. I've been to recently. It's really been probably around the hockey game, a, sp- a sports venue. So that's usually on the TV. Okay. We all like playing video games. So that comes on every now and then. The ladies chat in the kitchen or in their own area. Board games. Yeah. Board mm-hmm. games, is, board a games is a great way to get people together and we, doing stuff. We are in board a resurgence of the board game culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love them. I got to say, I'm loving it, though. I, I, I'm, I'm a board game fan. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but. Big time. What, what's your go to board game at a party? Uh, honestly, I have basically the whole thing about your guest list. You have to invite like-minded people. Yeah, that's I think an important rule. Because if nobody gives a shit about board games, you can bring out whatever you want. Exactly. So a lot of the parties, it's more the game that we play is drink a beer, and then when you finish that, you drink another one, and then you sometimes throw in some shots of cognac. Solid game. There's definitely a divide at the table. I can feel it. <laughs> There's half the table that's like. The fun is in the alcohol, and then the other half of the table is like, yeah, board games. Board games mm-hmm. with board alcohol games are fun. fun. Board games are fun. I'm not saying they're not. It just depends on your crowd. Hide I don't them. know what your half is because it's more like a third. Hide the Molotov. <laughs> or a quarter. That's, that's, that's the go-to game at a Luca party. <laughs> You're telling me he doesn't like to drink and have fun. Charades is a great party game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's the classic. Yeah. Charades that's is a, a great, classic. great party game. Taboo. Things that get people talking that's loud and fun. Cards Against Humanity is a great one. Mm-hmm. You guys mentioned knowing your crowd. Now, knowing your crowd probably means that don't ask people to really come out of a comfort zone too far. Like, it's nice to kind of coax people mm-hmm. into trying new things. But, you know, if, like, you have some conservative friends, don't bring them over with a bunch of libbies. Or, you know, don't have the conservatives over to play key swap yeah i was gonna say don't throw a fishbowl down and say let's do this yeah like i i I like the look of your wife like no that's not how you start your party (laughs) i actually uh i fucking every guest that comes through the door (laughs) i remember a friend of uh of ours he uh he had a bit of a party and i think he suggested uh (laughs) and he's a funny guy so he might have done it for a joke but it was pretty funny 
just see, oh. it was a joke, but seeing where it could go and people were it's into like, it. It's like, it's like the right. joke where you laugh, but he's like staring at you to see your reaction the whole time. It's <laughs> a joke when you're odd about it, but it's real when you're kind of thinking about it. <laughs> Let's say the party's, you know, full swing. You swing. just finished dinner. No, no, we'll just swing. Oh, we'll just okay. say swing. Full swing. But finished dinner, everything's at the table. Do you help them clean up? Do you clean up right away as a host? What do you do? Do you leave the shit there till the morning so you can enjoy your company or do you start cleaning right away? Well, you and I have talked about this. and I think you leave the shit and you hang out with your guests. I know that sounds right, but there's something about when people come to your house for a house party, like myself, I feel like indebted almost. Like I, I want to help them as much as I can. And I've had, I guess, they're more family parties, but where people have come by and once we're done eating, there's like, you know, 28, 20 of us. And then a few people go in the kitchen, they start washing the dish together. One person does the scrubbing, one mm-hmm. person does the rinsing, one person does the drying. And they kind of talk that way and they're still talking and they feel good because they're helping and there's less work to do later. I feel like it depends where the main point of attraction of the party is going to be. If it's going to be at the dinner table where people are going to be sitting around and talking. You need to clean it up. Just don't clean it up fully, but take the dirty plates to the kitchen. Guys, I think we're going to we're going to struggle to find a like a, a true unwritten rule about this because I know people that absolutely swear by leaving the plates and doing it the next morning. I know I know we literally did that for every single party we had with family or friends growing up. See, I couldn't do that. That would just annoy the shit out of me. And it takes away from the party for a guy like Ashton and myself, right? Mhm. Bit of a clean freak. We don't want all these dishes next morning when you're tired. Like, or do you do it after the party? I'm okay tidying up and then, like, really cleaning after everybody leaves. But, like, as the night goes on, when shit's not being used, you got, a, like, an empty dip bowl. I don't want to leave that on the table. I'm going to go take that, rinse it up in the dishwasher, just get out of the way to keep the place looking nice and creating more space, too. Toasting the occasion. Do you, do you throw out a little toast? Depends on the situation. Depends if, on If it's occasion. a formal for your celebrating something, sure. If not, I don't see why. Hey, hockey's on. Yeah, like, a toast to being I, here. I think watching the game is different than having a like a party, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that seems sure. more like getting together to watch the game. Yeah, I, I've I've been to a party where that's happened. No, no, you yes. If there's a party and there's a game on, they'll throw that on as like a side entertainment. But yeah. that's not the no, no. I get it. But they have the fight parties where they get a big crowd of people together for fights, and it's a whole party thing, like I, a fight club. I don't know what it is, man. I like a toast. Like I, I think you can toast anything. Toast to being alive. You made it this far. You know what? Matt won the charades. Hey. I'm, I'm not a fan of toast. You know what? It, it seems forced. It yeah. seems... Uh, screw the toast. I'll say, like, I'll say thanks for coming. Yeah. And, and like, hey, thanks for having me. Or the guys, thanks for coming. Really appreciate it. But I don't think you need a formal toast. Wait, I just thought of one more. What's the unwritten rule on goodbyes at that party? You know, those, those lingerers, the fucking lingerers that, like, won't know how to take the social cue that the party's over. Especially when they're at the door. And they hang in like for the like a 25 minute goodbye. Oh, the 25 minute goodbye. The 25 goodbye. 25 minute goodbye is a killer. You mean well, the wives? I'm not saying the wives. I'm saying anybody. It's I, usually the wives. No, I don't. I, I, I've I don't seen, have a wife, I've seen lots of guys do it. I've but seen, do you do it? Fuck, I think I've been the guy doing that sometimes. Well, so it's not really, I wouldn't call it a party, but like a little get together with me and some of my friends that mm. I grew up with. I would, uh, we usually are still telling jokes. We we know we should leave, but we still want to keep together. So it will be half an hour in the hallway before we leave. I, I I love my wife and any ladies at the party. That's great. But usually it's her and the ladies that chat and chat. And I'm standing there. Keys like I'll shake the keys. 
I'll do some absurd things to get her <laughs> get her attention, like open the door and start trying to walk out. Just like <laughs> pull on pull on that thing yeah. that she, you know, the the thing the that's on the coat. On, yeah, yeah. You know, just pull it. It's weird though. You don't want to be the guy that has the bad goodbye where you're just like goodbye and you walk out. Yeah, there's that fine line. My my future brother-in-law makes no qualms about just looking at his, my sister and saying like, are, "When are we leaving?" Like, but I'm saying like full blown conversation could be happening in a living room. He'll just get up and go, Christina, when are we leaving? Question for you. What's the national, his nationality? He's English. There you go. That explains that. Just blunt to the point. If you really want people to leave. I do. I kind of respect it too. If you really want people to leave, just as you're chatting, be like, okay, thanks. Or like, hey, you know, just make an excuse. I got to get up early tomorrow. Shut the light off. Turn the light off. Like you start off from the back of the house and as you're chatting, yeah, yeah, you're smiling. You're shutting off all the lights slowly. They, if they don't get the message then, at that point, just the kick them out. The best way to get people out of the house is talk about the time be, and say, oh, it's later than I thought it was. And then you start playing like that Oscar acceptance speech yeah. music that comes on. Or, or you give them the old telephone Anyways, you know, like like the yawn. I'm the getting yawn tired. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I got a big day tomorrow. I got to trim the hedges, mow the lawn. You but, got you got to go take a shit. But as a host, though, explosive diarrhea. But as a host, you got to anticipate that's going to happen. That's the hit you got to take for when you host, because you know some. That's your turn. And then mm-hmm. there's going to be someone else's turn eventually. Yeah. Don't don't host a party if you got to get up early the next day or have something to do. Jeez, it comes back to that Bill Burr bit. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I was going to say, you took the words out of my mouth, but I was going to say, it just feels like everything's coming down to do not host a party yeah. ever. If you're, if you're even remotely lazy, just avoid it. Last one. Let's, let's, let's touch on the work party, hosting a work party. Okay. okay I know some people prefer to it as throwing a work party, but what are the reasons you throw a work party? Is it, you know, to boost your status at work? Is it to impress your boss, maybe your coworkers? See, now, uh, the question I have is I've been to work parties because they're set up by work. Like yeah, at what point at do work you, sets it up? It'd be like upper management. Like like maybe Let's say your upper management. Okay, and you so gotta throw a work party. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I see where this is going. Yeah, like are you, do you set up a committee? Okay. Yeah, you I'm need not, the. I'm not going to answer that. Just I'm saying, like, do you set up a work committee? <laughs> well, you're asking That's me. A question. Yeah. That's, That's a question. question. Not a <laughs> um, I don't know. I've like I said, I've attended. I've never really cared to see what goes into work. Work parties are tough because if shit really goes south, it's like. There's heavy there, duty there's, there's HR involved. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bit different than hosting your own or a, a house party, like a teenage party. Like HR is, is involved and you could be fired. So I don't know. The work party is the trickiest party to host, attend. I've worked at a restaurant and there it's really weird. A restaurant's like its own intermingled oh, yeah. social stuff system it's really weird you everyone, work weird hours and all yeah that and everyone attends the parties everyone's part of their lives everyone starts dating everybody oh. hr gets involved like, it's a really it's a, tricky thing it's like its own community actually yeah. anybody out there who wants to know what it's like to work in a restaurant there's a movie that illustrates it perfectly it's called waiting it yeah. has ryan yeah. reynolds great movie just watch it you'll know what it's like to work in a franchise restaurant but in terms of Reasons for having it. Yeah. You just say like well, Christmas, Christmas, like oblig- obligatory reasons. Like uh, Gail from accounting after 20 years retires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give, give, giving her the golden watch and the boot out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or but she gets a cake before she leaves. Or sometimes just for morale. Sometimes you go through like a rough stretch where you guys are burning each, you know, the work 
is burning you out, burning everyone else out, and you just want to boost some morale. Yeah, build up the camaraderie with your employees, yeah. right? Get two people together. Bob on the second floor got the corner office. Yeah, I mean, World Cup comes around. So basically party. it sounds like the golden rule on a, on a work party and when you should throw it is do it when it's needed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't just throw a party because, you know, Jim turned 38. This, yeah. isn't, this isn't Wolf of Wall Street. No. Okay. Okay. I just, quick question. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys like the work party? Like, you work with these people day in and day out. Do you really enjoy having to go to a party outside of work with them? I'll be honest with you. I don't like the idea of being at work any longer than you have to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. That said... My last job, I happened to work with really, really cool people and doing yeah. stuff with them outside of work or, you know, uh, even if we had to do an extension of a work party, everybody in the office was really, really great. And I mean, they knew I'd have a good time. So it, depends on the people. I guess. It, was, yeah. it, also, it was a family owned company. So, you know, our HR department wasn't exactly a, you know, a Fortune 500 yeah, company's yeah. HR department. We didn't really follow the rules, quote unquote. Yeah. But that said... I could see how if you worked in a bigger company, if it wasn't organized right, it would feel like a nightmare to have to attend. See, but hosting a work party, like if you think about you have now have all your employees coming, you got to make sure that you talk to everybody. You can't hang out with your favorites. You can't hang out with, you know, the ones that you get along with because then it just looks like to everybody else, well, you're, you're again, your favorite, it's favoritism, right? So you got to be careful with that. Oh, okay. I right? just thought of a good reason now. Because you're saying you got to talk to people. So mm-hmm. what if you want to move up that corporate ladder? You start suggesting a party for a reason that's probably BS to you, but you convince the party committee to throw one. Mm. And then you join the party committee. So you want to like schmooze with some higher ups because you're looking for that better position. Look at that's that, working the angle. Mm. I like so like it. it's maybe an unwritten rule is you can use shit to your advantage when it comes to. There's not, it's not a universal in every situation yeah. to not throw that party. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you hit it, hit the nail on the head. Because this, let's use the party for your advantage. Like, and as a teenager, you're using it so you can become more popular. As an adult, probably because you, you well, need I, it. You're, hang out with your friends. Yeah, exactly. You need <laughs> you, it. You need it. You yeah. need it. I and, need this. And you it, need a break from the monotony of everyday life. And with bills. like all our group of friends, uh, you know, everyone hosts a party here and there. So you got to get back. But as a work party, you're doing it for your own career advancement. Mm-hmm. That's why I do it. Ulterior Get that money, motive. honey. Ulterior motive, man. Yeah. Budget. Ashton, you seem like a budget guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't have no basis for. I don't know that's how that. I look, or just based on how you know. I don't me. know. You just seem like a number cruncher to me. Okay. You're very, you're very analytical. Is there so, another word you're trying to use that you can't? No. No. Okay. No, I think I nailed it with analytical. Okay. You, oh, I thought you were going for starting cheap, to me. But. You're starting. Yeah. Yeah, you you know what you are frugal, but I I, I yeah. don't think that that's a bad thing. No, it's actually yeah. a great thing when yeah. you get older. Like, All right, I, so go on. Budget. Mm-hmm. Being that you're a frugal person, when it comes to let's say you're allotted five thousand dollars for this party, mm-hmm. do you spend right to the limit, or you try to save the company money? Ooh. See, if it was again my company, or depends on the position that I'm put in, I'd probably try to save the company money. How much of the budget overall? Like, if you were given five thousand, how much as a percentage would you try to save? Oh God, I don't know. As much not as possible, twenty five, ten. Yeah, let's call, let's call it fifteen to twenty percent. Okay, why not? How about you, Luca? I'm going to take the risk and spend the last penny of it because I'm going to throw a party that people that are looking at the numbers, they're going to be like, "That party was amazing." I'm going to give them ten grand next time. Matt, 
Save the company money because that might reflect good on you. Exactly. They might appreciate that saying, hey, you threw a hell of a shindig Mm -hmm. and you saved us money. We're going to... We're going to give you $2 more an hour. Mine's going to give you a new position and a corner office. Okay, so I don't want this to be an anecdotal reason to disagree with you guys, but I'm going to say this. The last three companies I worked for had party committees, had budgets allocated to workplace functions. They were broken down by function, planned out for the year, and I can tell you, they were informed that they needed to maximize the money to the last penny. That happens. I agree. I I, I understand that. And the reason is, if you're going to ask people to stay after work, do not have them show up to be drinking out of paper cups and drinking like aftermarket brand cola. You want them to have a good time. The Mm -hmm. idea is to build a good rapport with the team to have the environment feel great to to have it be a place where you have good memories as opposed to just stressful memories you don't want all these people that are there to probably boost some morale you don't want them seeing the companies cheaping out on them again maybe mm-hmm. you didn't get that raise or whatever because times are tough it's like now they're well i guess you wouldn't be throwing a five thousand dollar party if times are tough but <laughs> like we're a little tight on time so i can't really like get into the the, the minutia of why that argument works. Yeah. That 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 being said, can we call it a golden rule that if you're given a budget, spend to the limit? Oh yeah. So oh, I work agree. party? Yeah, I see what you're saying. It makes so. sense. Yeah, yeah. If, when they allot it and everything It was more reason. just of a challenge for me to see if I can stretch spend less. stretch out all the money you can in your frugalness, but yes. like let's say you wanted to throw a ten thousand dollar party, but you're like, oh I'm gonna make it frugal, I'm gonna get five thousand. So you're gonna get more than five thousand dollars worth, but if you can get the same quality of party for $5,000 less, do, do it. Now, if you have an extra $1,000, maybe throw a ping pong show, but like schedule that. What? It depends on what company you're working for, but most places you'd probably get fired for doing Yeah, that. that's... If we're now, on the same page of what you're... Speaking of drinks, though, absolutely, I feel, and again, could it really depends on, on the workplace, but it, for me, if I'm hosting it, it'd be no booze. Because, again, that's an HR nightmare. If well, people I mean, get drunk, they get out of hand. Now you got to worry about people drinking too much driving home. Like, don't forget, when you're working, guys, in the working world, even after, even at a party, that is a work function. You're on work time, technically. When you leave, you left the work function, you're still part of work there. So if shit happened to you on the way home, mm-hmm. HR is involved for sure. Who hosted this party? Who threw it? Oh, you did? You're fired. You're now in a lawsuit. There's a lot of problems with yeah, that. Well, the thing with boozing, I'm just going to go with the whole drinking and driving aspect. As part of your budget, you should plan the cab rides to and from the party. But how do you police that? That's the problem. Well, but you know what? I think there's a leap of faith there. But what Ashton is talking about it actually holds true for across the board for the teenage house party, the adult party. Absolutely. If anything, with the teenage house party, there's even more implications because when you introduce alcohol... If you, let's say you throw a kegger and you charge a cover charge, you're now illegally di- selling and distributing yeah, alcohol to minors. You need a permit. So if you know your 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 party gets busted up because a cop showing up and somebody sees a jar of money and asks what it is, and somebody lets it slip that you were charging cover, mm-hmm. you're in to- you're like in deep deep shit. Yeah, you can't use the it's the foundation fund for a charity. That yeah, doesn't work. I mean, arguably, you could if you're actually engaged in charitable work at the time. That said, no cops going to buy I'm, that. Yeah, I'm thinking about being a high school student. No, that but, but I'm saying, like, you know, let's say that at the time you're in, involved in a run or you're doing something to mm. raise money for charity, you could just say that that's for that. But let's get back to well, work. Well, I was going to say just one one quick thing. So, what you really here's a good example of what you don't want to happen. So, you have people come over. There's drinks involved. You're asking if everyone's okay to drive, and they're saying yes. So, you're thinking, okay, responsible. We didn't have that much. 
and at some point your you know your buddy drives home and thinking he's okay to drive but then his car ends up on the front lawn of his parents house and when they wake up in the morning they they see thus car mm-hmm. and obviously they didn't get there if he's he was sober so you, you don't want that scenario to happen is what you're saying i i just think like it's it's exactly the idea that you don't want to have to worry about the the ramifications of the alcohol being there yeah that said I can't imagine you'd be able to get anybody to show up without there being some form of alcohol there. No, no. Like, unless I was absolutely forced into attending, I would not show up if I couldn't drink alcohol. I remember we used to run incentives. Thank God some of the people that, that I used to work with were under the legal age to drink so that we didn't have to have alcohol. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was one of those nice, tidy, neat things where you're like, hey, some of the people you're going to be with, they can't drink alcohol legally, so we can't serve it to you. So what do you substitute that with, like, a nice meal? Yeah. I think you go a little heavier on the meal. Yeah, you yeah. get like a nice cut of steak or whatever it is. As the host, you should get around. You should mingle. Maybe take some feedback from everybody about how the party is so you can make adjustments. But let's say that during the course of your mingling, you bump into somebody that you've had a little bit of a crush on. But you're hosting. is You're, you're mm-hmm. a host. You're technically a host. At work. At work. And let's say... Some words get bantered about, some sweet nothings are whispered into your ear. Mm -hmm. Do you hook up with somebody at a work party? At? No. Away from it? After the party's died down? Yes. So, like, don't hit the broom closet or go back to the office? No, because if you get caught, I'm just going to go with, like, the the status of, like, how HR normally works. You're probably going to get in a lot of trouble. If you're working for one of those companies that's, like, you know, everyone's, like, cool with it. But universally, that, that's not acceptable. So I'm going to say don't. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. But I think you can leave the party together if you want. So it's okay to hook up, just not at the actual party. Not at the event. Because after, after work hours, you're your own person. Unless your work has a strict policy on worker relationships. A lot of them do. Man. See, I haven't worked for a big enough company. A lot know? of them do. I'm the firm believer. You don't bite the hand that feeds. Don't have a relationship like that with someone at work. Don't yeah. shit where you eat. Yeah. Especially if you happen to be an upper management. Yeah, it just gets messy. And if things go south, it can become awkward. Yeah. And I saw firsthand working at a restaurant where that happened. Like Mm -hmm. couples, everyone dated everyone at one point and certain people wouldn't talk to certain people and they need you to go talk to them. It just becomes messy. Yeah. No, agreed. Well, I mean, for nothing else, if you're going to be the host of a party, I think an unwritten rule, try to have a good time. Don't let people see signs of stress. Accept help where you can get it. Try to have a good time. What is the one common theme we've seen across all the three platforms? Don't throw a fucking party. Yeah, don't do it, man. There's no good in it. It just sounds like an ungodly nightmare. It sounds like the type of thing that will actually shave time off your life. Dude, you don't have fun because you're so worried about everything going right and everything else. It's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bill Burr, smart guy. Dude, one of my best friends hosted a party. He swears he will never, ever do it again because he spent three hours trying to park cars, then making what? sure everything was going right. Again, this was the party that had a half an acre of land. Oh, okay. And people were driving and crashing. It was just a mess. He's, you can't do it. <laughs> that said, if you disagree or agree with anything that we've said, please feel free to co- keep the conversation going on online at the Unwritten Rules Twitter account at the UR podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Unwritten Rule Podcast. And if you want to hit us up on our website, it's
www.ltdpotential.com. Please feel free. This has been another episode of The Unwritten Rule. And going forward, folks, please try to remember, rules are made to be broken, but you can't break the unwritten ones.